0: This episode of Common Denominator is brought to you by Microsoft's game-changing product the Zune. Are you looking for a way to take your music with you without having to lug around a bulky Walkman with only one CD in it? Well, do I have some good news for you. Zune is the answer you've been waiting on. Imagine having multiple songs from different artists all on one device you can hold in your hand. Mind-blowing, right? With the Zune, the future is now. Pick one up at Circus City or your favorite retailer before they are sold out. Tell them Lance from the Common Denominator sent you for a free download of one of the hottest songs out right now. Mm Mmm-bop! By Hanson. Common
1: Common
2: You're listening to Common the Common Denominators podcast. Common Denominators. Common
3: Denominators. Happy Mother's Day! All right, guys, welcome into the show. As always, we appreciate your support. Appreciate you listening. Guys, we're going to start right out with uh, a trivia game. I know you guys are not prepared for this. You have no idea what I'm going to ask, but it's going to be Mother's Day related. So other than Lance, does anybody have any idea when Mother's Day started? 1908. Well, Was that a guess? Yeah. Is that right? It's pretty be warm. <laughs> <laughs> what did say? 1907 yeah. yeah. uh by warm. I mean that's like scalding hot. Okay. <laughs> wow, Jensen. Well, actually, so, I know it's 1909. It's Roosevelt initiative. The first official Mother's Day was 1911. Oh. But that's the national holiday. The first time it was actually celebrated was 1908. Wow, Woo. wow, wow. Okay. Amazing. I'm buying lottery tickets Fire for right now. Mm. Okay. Question 2. How and why did Mother's Day get started? I, I <laughs> feel, that's I feel exactly like it, how I feel yeah. before I, I, I feel it like
0: it's probably some poor sap who who got in trouble with his wife, and he decided to make it up for. Her and he yeah. was like, "Hey, I'm going
3: to make a holiday after you." Was father's, father's Day guess, in existence at right. this point? Uh, have the research crew has not come oh, back with that yeah. information? <laughs> yeah. I'm We're sorry. efforting that yeah. as we speak. Okay, there's a lot of blank stares around the microphones right now, so I'll tell you. A lady named Anna Jarvis. Her mom died in 1905. Oh, that's right. She that. tried for... Anna Jarvis. That was old man Jarvis's girl. Right? Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, exactly. Now it's coming oh, back to you. Yeah. Of okay. the Jarvis, gotcha. yeah. Jarvis yeah. clan. Yeah, they lived All down right. there in the hall. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> a two-room, so her mom, two-room her mom passed away Her mom passed in 1905. She tried for six years to make it a national holiday. She uh, celebrated it at a church in 1908, and then it was three more years after that before it came a national holiday. So... Hallmark None got, of us knew that yeah. before this. Hallmark okay. got involved, in yeah. we anyway. okay. Next question: Who should you celebrate more on Mother's Day, mm. your mom or the mother of your children? I'm sorry, I'm getting a call, guys. It's a mercy. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, that's a <laughs> hard the podcast. Um, There's a lot of leaning back from the microphones right now.
2: I think I'm, they should be celebrated equally. Mm, Listen,
4: I'm just going to step in and because hear it. go go for it. Yeah, because that's what I do. Very PC, Jansen. Yeah. Kyle, let's get to you. I, I've <laughs> got to. I've, I've got to go with your mom i feel like that's the right thing ryan's mom so yeah wow I, ryan's mom, she's <laughs> so, a big supporter of the podcast so yeah, yeah ryan's mom. No, i'm gonna go with i think you got to go with your mom because you know we still have the duty as as dads to kind of help our young kids along with mother's day but i think at some point they'll celebrate my wife their mother mm-hmm. so i think you just kind of pass it generations along. i i celebrate my mom my kids will celebrate their mom, which is my wife. So that's kind of how I feel. So it's I
3: reluctantly cool. agree with you, Kyle. Yeah. No,
0: yeah. I, I disagree. I think if you know what's good for you, you celebrate the wife. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kyle, I'll
2: clean out our spare bedroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that it would be spectacular. I mean,
0: you, you've already put in the time with your mom. You know, you've celebrated many Mother's Day with her. And, and now, you know, it's your wife. So it's her turn.
5: Hey, on the very first Mother's Day of your wife, who forgot? to celebrate their Mother's Day. Yeah, me
3: too. Yeah, me and Adam. Mm-hmm. That's, so rough. You know, That's rough. That's rough. Yeah, yeah. That was rough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always thought that Mother's Day for moms started when the kids started like, you know, the teachers would make handprints on paper. Oof, that was their Mother's yeah. Day gift. Oof. And then over the years, as they got older, they would get better and it better and better. You get a one-year-old They product. got jobs and so they started word, making money. But you, left it on your uh, infant, yeah. you
4: left it on your infant child to take care of right. Pretty yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I realize that's... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Your infant yeah. didn't get you anything. Adam yeah. and I are probably yeah. the only two that yeah. took that route. The yeah. yeah. fetus so, can't okay. buy <laughs> cards yet. Yeah. Okay,
3: last question before we get into the episode is... When should you begin celebrating Mother's Day for the mother of your children? If she is pregnant on Mother's Day, do you start it then, or do you wait until the child is born? Pregnant, pregnant. I'm going fetus. I she.
1: started when she was pregnant. Yeah, I
3: think we wow, did too serious. Yes, yeah, because, yeah. and because because we're good husbands, Ryan. Well, yeah. and also
0: because our church gives awards for the most pregnant mother.
3: Yeah. So, I had him an hour like two years late to the party. Yeah, that's okay. Great. All right. Good job. So, as you guys can tell, we're talking about Mother's Day this episode. We're going to start out with our two minute drill, hit you up with our usual boom roasted segment. Uh, Next will be our next to last version of the bunker draft. And then we're going to end with funny, special member moments with our moms. Hope you guys enjoy it. Y'all ready? Let's roll. All right, fellas, it's time for week two of our new segment called The Two Minute Drill. We got some feedback from the audience that they were having a little bit of trouble putting names with voices, and so we wanted to just come up with a creative way to help the audience get to know us a little bit better while also making it into a competition. So the rules of the game, each week, one person will ask questions, one person will be interviewed. They will try to answer as many questions as they possibly can within two minutes. At the end of six weeks, there will be a penalty for the man that answers the fewest questions. If you haven't heard of the app, The Wheel of Water, uh, you can check it out. It's just a creative way. It's a wheel, as the name says, that you spin. And whatever it lands on is just a creative way that someone will get doused with water. So I'm really looking forward to that, and I'm hoping, as we all are, that we're not the loser. So week one was Adam. I interviewed Adam. He came up with 21, 21 answer questions. Ice.
0: 21. The bar is set.
3: And so this week, Kyle will be asking Lance questions and with the goal in mind for him to beat 21. So a couple things.
4: One, I have been confused a lot with Lance since we started this. Our voices sound so much alike. And two, no pressure, Lance, but less than 21, you're still in the hot seat.
0: Yeah, I have to admit, full disclosure, I'm very nervous right now. I'm not exactly what you would call great on the spot. So, we'll
5: you, so you're not feeling like Tom Brady, not
0: not feeling like Tom okay. Brady right now. You right. still
5: had way more time to think about it than I did. I just want yeah. to again,
0: exposure. Which, which is actually worse for me because I'm an overthinker. <laughs> so, yeah, this might be a training. I think long winded answers then. are fine.
4: Yeah, right. long. Yeah, yeah. I, we really want some in depth. We want to get to know me. you, lads. Yeah, we're yeah. it, we we know it, know it to Kyle. All right, boys, are we ready? Let's start. Somebody start the timer. Let's do it. All right, three, two, one. What is your middle name, Philip? How old are you? Uh, 34. What do you do
0: for a living? Uh, work at uh, Information Technology. What did you want to do when you grow up? Uh, be an MBA general manager.
4: Are you a front wiper or a back wiper? Back wiper. What is your wife's birthday? Uh,
0: September 26, 1984. What is her name? Uh, Timmy Takwe.
4: What is your anniversary date? 7 uh,
0: 2013. How long have you been married? Uh, five years. How old are your kids? Uh, two and ten months, almost eleven months.
4: If you had one, if you you could just trust one of us in the room to hold on to your savings until you retire, who do you trust?
0: Ryan, he's a planner. Do
4: you have any tattoos? No. If you got a tattoo, what would it be? Uh,
0: kids' names somewhere. Uh, we'll put them on my the butt. Any what's,
5: kids or your own kids? What's the
4: last movie you cried in?
0: Uh, oh gosh, what was the kid that? Uh, this is the long winded part oh man i can't think of it. wonder wonder
4: what is your favorite fast food chain uh chick-fil-a how much money would it take to eat dog food for a week a million if you had any job in the world what would it be
0: oh nba general oh, manager so. or, or
4: in football gm if you could only watch one sports team the rest of your life who you got uh, the titans unfortunately who is the hottest disney princess um uh jasmine mashed potatoes with or without gravy with
0: favorite type of steak uh, t- uh medium uh, medium well
3: See it boys and girls what's uh what's the wow. number wow here we go guys i I kid you not 21 oh <laughs> we have got a tie we've got
4: a tie oh man this is amazing there could be two getting
0: punished the crying in the movie that, kills that hurt you. me yep that hurt me i could have got one extra one <laughs>
1: alright guys we're getting back in the bunkers so we're gonna select two more picks for our fantasy bunkers right now uh, and this week we've got some special selections The since it's Mother's Day the first pick is going to be TV moms alright so pick your favorite TV mom somebody that uh, that you love somebody that you respect somebody that's gonna do all the motherly duties inside the bunker and then for the second pick we put out a poll and got some fan reaction and what you guys decided was that you wanted to see us pick our favorite TV series. So this will be like, you'll have uh, either Netflix or DVDs in the bunker, you'll be able to watch this TV
3: series and nothing else. So Adam's getting ready to get his first female in his bunker? Ma- yes. Maybe, he can't, really about it. know.
1: We're going TV mom first. All right. <clears> let me get the up. random number generator going here and I'll let you know who picks first. It's me, I oh, promise I did not on, it. Oh, come on, man. I think this is the first time I've got the first pick, so I'm actually really excited about this. And uh, I did not have to think about this at all. I've already got her husband in my bunker. I've already got Coach Taylor. I'm going with Tammy Taylor from Friday Night Lights. Uh, to me, they are one of the, the all-time TV power couples, and uh, Tammy Taylor was the the stronger half, I think, of the Taylor family. So also Tammy Taylor all the way.
2: Hot. <laughs> you had to throw that
1: in
3: there. Yeah.
2: got to get back to that.
3: All right, pick two is Ryan. All right, well – Perfect. Um, I'm gonna go with a name that you probably haven't heard because I hadn't heard of it either, but I knew who she was. It is Samantha Stevens. Is that ringing a bell to anybody? A lot of blank stares. No. Is it? Blank yeah. no, it, is it um, it's like. Is that the Bewitched girl? Yes, it is. Oh, yes, nice. it yeah, is. Nice. nice pull. So I've already got a wizard uh, in my draft, <laughs> yeah, and got a witch. now I'm gonna add yeah. a good witch. Deep in the
4: wicking game, there, homie. Yeah.
3: Okay. That's it. I got nothing else to add. It's a great right. pick. Hot. Yeah.
4: All
2: right. <laughs> uh, uh, pick three with TV Moms is Jansen. Ooh. I am going to go with one of my favorite TV shows, and I'm going to go with Kitty Foreman from that Ooh, 70s yeah, show. Kitty's a good one. She's like your super mom. Super mom. Yeah. yeah. She'd keep it clean, and, you know, she let her kids smoke pot down in the basement. <laughs> so <laughs> it could be a wild bunker. Who knows?
3: <laughs>
1: pick four goes to Lance. Come on, man. This is a ripoff. All right, so
0: I literally had two names on my list because I was so confident this this uh, mother was going to be there. Because once again, I'm going to pander to the Game of Thrones fans and take <laughs> oh, advantage of the fact that you guys don't watch it at all. And also, my TV kid pick had a huge night last night. So feel pretty confident about my bunker at this point. My TV kid pick was Arya, by the way. So... My mother pick is none other than Daenerys Targaryen. She's actually the mother of dragons. Uh, English please, Lance. Mm-hmm. Uh, is she the blonde headed girl? <laughs> you can call her Khaleesi, you can call her uh, queen, but she is the mother of dragons on Game of Thrones. She controls three dragons. Is she, She's is she hot. Uh, yes, actually okay. that that was a uh, that was a pivotal factor in my decision making was <laughs> the hotness factor and she is you know nice to look at and also she's like immune to fire too so that's kind
4: of cool well, that's
0: another good. added benefit
3: yeah. so way to really diversify the portfolio yeah. is this like three out of seven <laughs> picks are from one show that so, nobody in the room knows about that? I'm Yeah, g-
4: I'm going to assume your favorite series is also Game of Thrones can we just go <laughs> on and pick that for you? So, so
0: exactly I'm, I'm
3: pandering I
4: to the fans I think I want to pick that before Lance yeah. has the opportunity <laughs> to pick it Just, to, just I'm to moving up name. I've traded my pick
5: too <laughs> hey, what is her, what is her <laughs> actual name Lance Daenerys Targaryen is her name no I mean, her real life is it? In, oh, Mila Clark. Clark. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, are you looking up for hotness? No. I, oh, okay. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> she <laughs> was My, in one of the. You might come across some inappropriate
0: material if you keep looking. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'll save
4: that for
0: later.
1: <laughs> All right, fifth pick and round one goes to Kyle.
4: All right. I am going to go Rebecca from Full House just because she's hot and
1: she's also possibly going to be in prison very soon yeah so you gotta yeah. watch out for that you're
3: she talking about anything Becky.
4: she
2: could to get
1: yeah
3: Look, educated there's no rules in the bunker you need some yeah, people right. that are going to color outside the lines yeah. going to yeah. the gray areas okay yeah. exactly great pick al uh,
1: yeah I, I agree all right close us out with the tv moms and the first woman present besides lassie the the first <laughs> the first female <laughs> human mm-hmm. inside adam ray's bunker Let's see what you got. We get it.
5: All right, look. I realize that I've been widely ridiculed for my male dominant bunker, and I have you know that that was strategic. But I got a TV mom that is both hot and functional. Um, it would be Lena Headey from as Sarah Connor, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Also looking at me the way that y'all look at Lance. Wow! <laughs> so wow. When he talks about somebody, so, so, from such a huge like one TV <laughs> such a classic <laughs> She show. is a. She is a. It doesn't matter. She's. But she's in Game of Thrones. Is this the Terminator spinoff? Yes. Okay. Okay, so she was in Game of Thrones also, which threw me off. Well, you're jumping into Lance's territory, but it doesn't Easy. matter because I got her. All right, shotgun wielding, death bot crushing, uh, brings new meaning to the term working mom. So,
3: have you ever watched this
5: show? Never. Never <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter because she's hot. I just hope we're not talking about the same person. That's what's making me nervous. It's not the same. It's person. not right. All right. Well, good. Well, she's in my bunker. Well, good
4: though. news is, if the apocalypse is from Terminators, you're in good shape. Yes, it is.
5: I thought you were going to go. Coral. <laughs> <laughs> would have been. Yeah, a, but she's stick also with your, dead. She stick would. With your Walking she, Dead. Yeah, thing. but y'all would have killed me because she was dead like five seconds after yeah. after the show started. <laughs> she got
2: totally so. eaten by a zombie. Right. <clears throat> All right. Learn All
1: right. Wrapping it back around, and mm. the second round of this is our favorite TV series. Uh, what do you want to watch in the bunker? Adam Ray, you're up first.
5: Well, you know, you need a series that has a lot of episodes that's lighthearted I know where he's going, really. and entertaining, because you don't want like a series that's only got like one or two seasons. Number one off the board right here. It's The Office. Nah, I knew of it. Of course it's The Office. Yeah, same here. If, assuming it's still on Netflix by the time the right. apocalypse hits, but yeah. as of right now it is, so I'm going with The Office. Alright,
4: Kyle, pick two. Alright, I'm going with more of what was a mini-series, but still came on TV or a TV series my favorite of all time Band of Brothers
2: ah well done
4: yeah. I thought it was going to be from like you Not know, the 50s, black and yeah, white era Andy Griffith <laughs> 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 that whistling will get you through any apocalyptic situation nope going Band of Brothers all time favorite
1: uh Lance do we need to do this pick, or can we just skip and go straight to Jansen?
0: No, we need to do the pick. It's not Game of Thrones. Whoa! Ooh, breaking spoiler news! We start be- breaking because news. Sarah Connor Chronicles. <laughs> 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 so my criteria: the series it would actually have to be finished. I want to see how it ends to see if it, you know, can stand the test of time. And it has to have a lot of episodes. And as much as good as Game of Thrones is, I mean, it's I mean it has a few episodes, but not as many as this one. So the show I'm going with has 121 episodes. It was a very popular show, and it's pretty much got everything in it. Uh, the show is Lost. Have you guys seen Lost? Oh, yeah.
1: oh that's it's a, a great show. favorite yeah. show of all time. Yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, you could rewatch it a thousand times and find something new each time. So, yeah, right. yeah. Lost is to
3: pick. Love it.
2: Man, I didn't even think of it Lost. It's not even on my list. Excellent show. Four, eight, fifteen,
1: sixteen, twenty-three,
3: forty-two. <laughs> <All right. laughs> of course, the math yeah. teacher would remember yeah.
5: that. Yeah. 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 Uh, is that their combination lock to something?
1: Uh, that was the the numbers. That was uh, Hurley's mm-hmm. numbers. He won the lottery with yeah. the sum of those numbers was one hundred eight, which is a, however many minutes that Desmond had to punch the that code into the computer down in the spoiler
5: alert. I there. mean, sorry, season two yeah, of West Lost West. is
0: pretty much as good as it gets as oh, far yeah. as TV goes. I'm really
5: upset. This episode about brought that? to you by Lost yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Game of Thrones. Hmm.
2: Uh, next up, Jansen. Okay, on my TV series, this is a hard one. I can't, it's hard for me to choose, so I'm just going to randomly pick from my list, and I'm going with probably one of my favorite comedy shows underneath The Office, and I'm going with Cheers.
4: Oh, that
5: was it's on like my list. Tons Good. of episodes,
2: yeah. and, you know, you're stuck in a bunker, you need something a little light, lighthearted and funny to, to get you through your day-by-day, so I'm going with Cheers.
4: There's nowhere else I'd want to drink a beer besides that setting. I've always wanted bucket list. spirit cheers
5: I've had one I've had two there actually next pick okay
1: (laughs) next to last pick in the TV series is Ryan
3: All right. since this is the Mother's Day episode my entire list is from my mom not Uh, surprising uh, you guys didn't pick any of them nice move (laughs) I'm really glad you didn't take number one because I would have been embarrassed to even say what my mom picked as number two so (laughs) let's go with our number one pick which I happen to love it's lighthearted. It's got a lot of episodes. It's going to remind us of what real life is like. It is Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, that's, oh, a, that's good. a good one. classic. Classic, excited. Shout out to my mom.
4: All right, just for purposes, you got to read a couple more of these if they came from mom. <laughs> oh, come on
3: <laughs> now. Number, I don't, I don't think number number I'm going to have any of them on my yeah, list. Number, number two, two is literally like taking a bullet for your mom. If I had to have this one, it was the Hallmark series, When Calls the Heart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Has anybody even heard Everybody's of it? Favorite. Nobody. My mom's got a good taste. She closed it out with Seinfeld, Oh yeah, Grey's Anatomy, is and there a uh, Golden PI Girls. On there? there you go, Golden Girls.
4: Nice. All right, last pick. All
1: right, last pick in the TV series draft. Lance took my my all-time favorite scripted <laughs> television show, so I'm gonna have to go with my all-time favorite uh, reality TV show, and that's Survivor. I'm a little bit of a Survivor nerd. Uh, you've got 38 seasons worth of material, so you're not gonna run out of stuff anytime soon, and it is. Uh, It's the fourth American sport, in my opinion, and so uh, I could I could watch that that show all day every day.
0: Is Jeff Probst still the host of that? Jeff
1: Probst is still there, and Jeff Probst is uh, amazing, and he deserves an Emmy every year. That closes out the bunker draft for this week. You can check out all of our picks on our website at commonpod.com.
3: All right, and this is a segment we call... Boom, Roasted. So in episode six, there was uh, a lot of content, a lot of things that we got wrong. Who wants to fire the first shot this week?
4: Oh, I'll go ahead and roast our big red host over here for trying to squeeze in Yoda as your favorite TV pet. I mean, I like what you were trying to do there. It would have been awesome. <laughs> But your lack of commitment to your pick when challenged was like, I'll oh, just forget it.
3: Let's I, move I, on. I still regret not hearing. <laughs> yeah. I know.
5: Explain yourself. I would have loved to have heard the reasoning. Well, I obviously had nothing. And, look,
3: all great champions, uh, you know, they live, they color outside the lines, they go into the gray area. That's what I was attempting, and yep. uh, you guys called me on you it. Get well, it past, well yeah, you didn't get just, it past
0: the goalie. I just found it hilarious that you thought, you know what You know would really put my bunker over the edge? <laughs> Yoda. Yoda. <laughs>
4: He can levitate. That's probably pretty cool.
0: So I want to get Adam here because when he was telling the story about getting his, you know, driving Julia to the hospital to have their kid for the first time, you know, he set it up beautifully. And he was like, man, this is the moment I've been waiting for my entire life. And you think he's going to say something really flattering about about being a dad, being able to hold his baby for the first time? No. He says... I get to speed. <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's
0: what he was looking for Sure, that
3: went to. over well. That no, no, was the second back. moment yeah. I've been waiting on my whole life. <laughs> well, since we're talking about Adam, uh, so uh, last episode was our first uh, first segment of the two minute drill. I know Adam was a little bit caught off guard. Uh, it was the first person to answer questions, but one of the questions asked him was, "Are you a front or a back wiper?" Uh, meaning, for the audience, uh, which way do you wipe your butt? and the common denominators were close, so we know that about each other. Adam, without hesitation, and I did not catch it at the time, but he immediately said he was a back wiper, which I know not to be true, because I'm the only other front wiper in the group. My fellow brother was obviously ashamed of the public ridicule of being a front wiper, and. He blew it. Oh, there's so much explanation that's going to have to go with. <laughs> yeah, this, we're going to no. have to
4: illustrate for those that are not in the know because it's I don't, confusing I don't for think us. We want to I, yeah, I get confused too. But
5: yeah,
3: anyways. Yeah, he screwed up. Yeah, move on.
0: So I've got another one. This one's actually for Kyle this time. So I love the fact that my man, you know, it's a hectic situation. They're trying to get to the hospital. You know, his wife's like hysterical, and my man decides, I think I'm to valet park today. You know, instead of just trying to go to the ER slash triage entrance, he, he decided he's going to just take it easy and do a little valet parking. You know, yeah, he, first he, class. Yeah, he did yeah. Chris, Steakhouse yeah. a valet,
3: have a baby. I figured
4: valet was yeah. the way to go.
3: He probably yeah. had a in his pocket. He's going
4: to Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, man, we're Keep here right a baby. Out front. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep it warm for me. I'll be you in just a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I uh, I didn't edit episode six, Daniel did, but uh, one thing I kept catching, because I have a keen ear for these things, is somebody's phone went off at least twice. And uh, up in the bonus room, we have a rule, turn your phones, watches, computers off. And uh, somebody forgot to do that. But mm. uh, I had one more that, that didn't get put out there earlier. Ryan mentioned that I was nervous during my two-minute drill. I was nervous for a reason that I didn't realize until later on I really got screwed on that because in the hat that had the names there was only one name. There were five pieces of paper but there was only one name and it was mine. So allegedly. Uh, the, the fix was in, clearly.
0: There's no evidence to prove this. <laughs> yeah. Well you, you admitted it. Hearsay. Actually. Hearsay. <laughs> Boom. Roasted.
3: All right. So again, we want to say Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, especially our mothers. I also want to say Happy Mother's Day to our wonderful and amazing wives. They're so supportive of the podcast and how much time we have spent doing this. They are great mothers, and we we love you guys so much. Here, here. So look, I know everybody thinks we're, we were perfect children. Uh, we're perfect grown adults. So. But it's probably not the case. I mean, growing up, I know we had some run-ins with our moms. Some of our moms were probably disciplinarians. All of them probably had to discipline us at times. So, thinking back to y'all's childhoods, was there any funny memories y'all can think of of getting in trouble? Oh yeah,
2: I can jump in pretty quick on this one. Um, this is Jansen. So, growing up, I had a younger sister, and we'd either fight and you know try to kill each other every day, and. Um, My mom and my dad—they kept a switch on top of our refrigerator (laughs) to switch our legs. You know, if we did, you have to pick
3: it yourself. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah. And it better be good. You come back with a little one. You come come back with a little one. Yeah, don't come back with a branch either because they'll use it too.
2: (laughs) But uh, so we had this switch on top of the refrigerator, and my sister would get on my shoulders, and I'd walk up to the refrigerator, and she'd push it off the back, so it'd fall behind the refrigerator. (laughs) And we did something one day. I don't even remember what it was. And my mom reached up there to find the switch. And of course she couldn't find it, which made her madder. And I don't remember what we ended up getting switched with. It was probably whatever she could get her hands on. But uh, yeah, so she would, uh, she'd keep a switch on top of the refrigerator and my sister and I would knock it off so she couldn't whip us with it. And you know, then she'd grab whatever was <laughs> yeah. nearby. slice
4: water, or whatever. We had
1: a, a wooden spoon was the, <laughs> the weapon of choice in the Knox household. And and over the years, that wooden spoon, like, developed a, a little bit of a crack in it. And then that almost, like, pinched you <laughs> a little bit every now and then. And so that was, that I, just, I have too. very vivid memories of that Was this, was this bare butt spoon. cheek?
3: Bare butt cheek spoke? Yeah, every now and every then. But day.
1: most of the time it was, you know, you had a, a little bit of a layer of something going yep. on. Summer was the worst because you had, you know, thin shorts on. That's right. Uh, but uh, uh winter spankings Umbrose. weren't that
2: bad. <laughs>
4: Yeah, it was the worst, getting a whipping with the wooden spoon and then later serving yourself spaghetti with yeah, such exactly. food I got a whipping with. yeah. My mom was never really the super disciplinarian. She would always like, it was always me agging something on with my younger sister, and it was, you just wait till your dad gets home. And that would just wreck your day when you heard that. That's the reduced. worst. Yeah. My dad always said, you know, I'd be looking forward. I'm driving home, going to see the family. And <laughs> I'd come in the door, and you, and you and my sister, Kara, would dart and hide. He's like, oh, no, man, i got to be the bad guy as soon yeah. as I get home.
5: So, yeah, my mom was pretty good at, at ruining your day with those few words. I didn't have a specific moment, but my mom, I actually had to call my mom today to ask her about some of the moments. And she reminded me of a time when I guess I was probably maybe 12, 13 years old. And apparently it was a very serious moment and she was trying to discipline me and apparently I picked her up and set her on the counter and said keep talking like (laughs) in in like a show of force and and, but it was so funny to her she was trying to be serious but she couldn't help but laugh that (laughs) I literally picked her up and (laughs) set her on the counter. I I do not remember that but she reminded me of it. So
0: I had a little bit of a defense mechanism against my mom as well so I don't remember what I was doing but apparently I got spanked for something and when the spanking finished and this is my mom's favorite story to tell about me and she tells it all the time and when the spanking was finished she witnessed me just kind of almost like I was brushing dust or sand off my off my buttocks and she's like what are you, what are you doing? and I told, confidently told her I'm taking my pops off I literally thought that after spanking, I could just wipe, wipe my butt. your whipping and off. And wipe the whippings away. Right. And literally, she tells that story all the time. She's probably told my wife like three or four times, did he tell you about how he used to take his pops off? Yes, Mom, you've already told that story. <laughs> so that is my mom's favorite story to tell
3: about me. Well, my mom, like yours, Kyle, wasn't big on spanking. She may have spanked me, I just don't remember yeah, it yeah. at all. She was more of the time out or you're grounded. And I remember two big stories. I'm going to only tell one of them in detail, but one, the short one was probably in fifth grade. I had, I was a rock collector. My dad's friend at work, he give me this little box of gemstones that I thought were worth a million dollars. I had a friend over as he's leaving. I happened to notice my rocks missing. He was also a rock collector. And so I accused him in our living room. I'm sorry. It's just, <laughs> I, this is an interesting neighborhood full of rock collectors here that yeah. I yeah. grew up in. Well, it was just, a thing. Okay, just, yeah. you know, we Rock collectors, we find each other. Okay? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you've shared stalactites, you're a type. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, see, I am confident in fifth grade that this guy has stolen my rocks. And we're getting ready to take him home. And so we get into a fight in the den. I throw him into the wall. My mom comes in there and breaks him up. You know, there's this big hubbub and she's like, I was like, I am not taking him home. I'm not riding in the car. And she was like, you will be grounded for two weeks if you don't get in the car. And I was like, fine. And he went off and I don't think we really talked too much after that. So <laughs> that was the end of a relationship. But the one that I really remember, and this is as a parent, this makes so much more sense did anybody hate broccoli casserole growing up yes it's like i liked broccoli okay i I I loved it it. yeah i still do but i hated broccoli casserole and so my mom always made it i always hated it for whatever reason one night when i'm like in sixth grade this is you know many years into my life she had probably had a bad day at work i had probably smarted off to her i don't know but it built up for whatever reason she just drew the line she's like you're gonna finish that broccoli casserole tonight and i was like what And so I'm sitting there, like, what is going on? I'm sitting there, like, 630. She even turns the light out on me. And I am sitting there for over an hour. I'm taking a bite. I'm gagging, dry heaving, spitting something into my napkin, trying to hide it. This was a tough senior year for you, wasn't it? She walks in finally, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) It probably was, like, 6 or 7 grade. I don't know. But anyways, long story short, she pulled out the old, if you don't, if you don't finish that, now it's ice cold at this point. There's no way you can even <laughs> yeah. finish it. If you don't finish that, you're not getting dessert for a month. <laughs> and I had to take the punishment, you know. And <laughs> no so dessert. we still about yeah. this day. I still don't eat yeah. broccoli casserole to this day.
1: <laughs> Our moms definitely have to get creative with, with punishments. And uh, I can I don't remember this because I was too young. But uh, I've got an identical twin brother. And when we were about two, we got into this bad habit of biting each other. You know, And I think if you've got kids that are around that age, and multiples that's kind of a common theme and my mom talked to our pediatrician about it and for some reason in the mid-80s the advice was uh, we'll bite him back. Uh, and, uh, I remember this advice. Yeah, and, there was and some so, sound stuff coming out yeah, of 80s. My, my mother uh, <laughs> took that took that advice and uh, and then at one point when one of us bit the other one uh, my mom Followed up with what the doctor had prescribed, and then
4: was a family and then noticed zombies. and then noticed two <laughs> bite you're...
1: marks on that one baby, and so she realized she bit the wrong oh. twin. <laughs> so one of us ended up with multiple bite marks <laughs> uh, bit in that twice. situation, and so that like completely wrecked my mother for for a while after that, uh, having to recover from trying to discipline us the right way and then completely botching it and ended up biting us. Like same eye well for an twice. eye, two for two. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I understand. Right. Yeah. So
4: on the flip side of that, like as loving and compassionate as my mom could be and not one not to really come down with a hammer on discipline. Now on the other side of the token, she was fierce. If somebody was after me or something was going wrong with me and she was protecting one of us. That's the most dangerous woman ever put on two feet in a five-foot-one body. I'll never forget, I don't remember the circumstances, but we were at like a Home Depot or a Lowe's or something. I don't remember. Me and one of my buddies was with us. It was on a weekend or something. And we were running around kind of in Home Depot or Lowe's, you know, hide-and-seek and, and, you know, grabbing, you know, hammers and pretending we were shooting each other. We were just little kids. And I remember I was in an aisle, and I'd kind of run over a couple aisles and was hiding from him behind a box and was going to jump out and get him. Well, uh, one of the working, uh, older lady, one of the workers come up behind me and grabbed me by the back of my jacket and pulled me up and she said, I know what you're doing and you better put everybody, every bit of it back or I'm sending you to jail. I, I guess she thought it was shoplifting, you know, I was holding a hammer or whatever I was holding, it was my, you know, toy gun, and I was just devastated. I just froze, didn't know what to do. By that time, my mom comes around the corner she's like, what's going on? I'm like... And I just froze. She's like, I called him trying to shoplift. And I, mom looked at me, and it was kind of one of those, you know, with a parent-child the thing. Telepathy. Yes, yeah. and she totally knew I wasn't stealing anything. And she kind of looked at me and nodded her head. I was like, and she went over there and just completely uncorked that woman. I, that woman probably stealing still in some kind of recovery program from my mom. Just <laughs> She's at in some psychiatric I mean, ward yeah, somewhere. Yeah, removed the woman's hand from my, my jacket and just completely undressed that woman to the point. She just looked like a crawfish backing up backwards and around the aisle she went. So that was one time I always stuck in my mom, my my mom being like a fierce defender of, mm. of my honor.
2: You know, it's funny you say that, like to see that transition of like your mom from like, you know, your mom to this protector. So growing up, I heard this story about my mom had an older brother and a younger brother and she was super protective of this younger brother. Apparently he was getting picked on in the neighborhood and my mom kind of intervened well the story was which it's true she hit this kid so hard that his upper like his front two teeth went through his bottom lip like she hit him that hard and so you know people tell that story and you never think anything of it well flash forward to when we moved into our house so i was probably eight nine or ten years old we live way back in the woods we had snakes everywhere one day she sees this snake in our driveway when me and my sister are out there playing and she comes out like she's storming Normandy Beach, and she grabs this shovel, and she says, go in the house, and she hacks this snake. I mean, just pow, just cuts it right in half and then kicks it out in the woods and comes back in. And it was like the most incredible thing I've ever seen. It was like all of a sudden your mom transitioned from like this sweet mom to, yeah. you know, <laughs> this war hero.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it, it's pretty interesting. Those were the best. I'm in love with y'all's moms right now, by the yeah, way. Yeah, oh, they're, they're are amazing. awesome, yeah. So what other like think of the other random memories of your mom funny memories memories where like she had interesting quirks or habits that you remember from your childhood yeah. there's got to be some more this is adam my
5: mom had the uncanny ability to be able to make one rice krispie treat just one <laughs> so <laughs> is that how is that what? possible? well like exactly one gigantic one or? i still don't know it, it was like melt three marshmallows and ten Rice Krispies. She figured out the ratio I don't don't know the recipe. She's never shared it with anybody, but she had, like if we're sitting around like, man, I'd love like a Rice Krispie treat. Hang on a second. She'd come back and she would have like one or two. And I'm not talking about she cut one or two out of a pan. She made like, one Rice Krispie tree. She like wasn't buying... Normal size.
4: She wasn't buying the individually wrapped ones I and making all yeah, the... No, she... The These little dummies have tree. no idea
5: I'm doing this. Well, she also... She could also make uh, what we came to know and love as hot dog pizzas. So uh, we had the little... Again, my mom's a single mom, and it was, for the most part, it was either me or me and my brother. And uh, so we had the little, you know, the little mini ovens, the little toaster yeah. ovens. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so she would make... <laughs> You make these little like uh, English muffins and put like cheese and hot dogs, and they would be hot dog pizzas. Yeah, so we hit
2: That sounds we, really good. You, you probably were kind of hungry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were very good. Actually. Pass along that recipe. Really Can you call your mom? I need one rice crispy treat <laughs> and a hot dog pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Two my, to go.
3: My mom was known for tuna, and now the listeners haven't heard this before. But at my house, I've got a pantry with a, a contraption that I've built that holds a lot of tuna cans. It's probably right. where this came from. Lifetime supply. But she'd be like. Uh, let's see what do we want for Monday why don't we have some uh, tuna casserole (laughs) she would have it would be like macaroni with something else in it and then of course tuna Tuesday night, she'd be like, oh, "Let me get creative. Let's have tuna croquettes, <laughs> which is like fried tuna patties." Yeah. So your mom single-handedly destroyed the tuna population. Yeah, right? uh, you uh, yeah, kids exactly. And then on Wednesday, you'd be like, oh, "Let's let me pull another one out of the hat. Let's have tuna sandwiches with uh, ruffles on top." <laughs> <laughs> so, we had tuna at least two nights a week, every week from as long as I could remember. So, you know, sorry, that's what's mom. great about mom stories too
4: is, is just those thing, couple things like that when you're going through like tuna hell where you're that's all you're eating you're like god this is the most miserable thing are we going to ever eat anything else now that you're older you look back and it's the things like that that stick in your mind that your your most fond memories are the things that probably made you miserable as a 9 year old that's yeah. the best part about it so we, oh, yeah, my
1: mom in the the kitchen was I, I she was she was magical in the kitchen and i don't know how uh, how she did what she did especially working full-time job and then always feeding feeding us and it was somehow it was like the the widow's oil from the Old Testament where there was like always enough because I would have multiple friends that just would show up at dinner time you know uninvited but they knew hey the Knox family's gonna be eating dinner about right now and I bet Miss Brenda's got something good and they would show up at the door and of course they would get invited in to eat dinner and we always had plenty of everything. Uh and there were people that would show up at my house for dinner before I got there uh <laughs> to eat dinner. Uh people we didn't really want sometimes, but they would still they would they would still make it to to the house for dinner. Uh but it would I don't know how like like as a as a parent now and an adult with kids that like struggles to to put hot dogs and Doritos on a plate at night for the kids sometimes, like I don't know how uh, she was able to do what she did for, with with four kids. In and the so
3: house. you you watched this uh, wonderful cook and lady for years. Uh, yeah. exactly. I, know. And and I you don't know yeah. how to brown meat. Like, Beat me to like, it. Like
1: I just I, I did not appreciate it until I was gone. I like I went to college. And most people gain the freshman fifteen, and I lost the freshman fifteen <laughs> when I moved out of my my mother's kitchen. Yeah. Like, because I did not know what to do. You didn't I, have like, to cook. Yeah, I to didn't have you to cook. Have, yeah. And the the food at the cafeteria at, at, at my college was nowhere near the quality you know that I that I was getting in the house. So I like I went away and I was like emaciated a semester later because I was not nourished the, the
2: same way I had been for eighteen years. This isn't food related, but like in my house we would always play jokes on each other. We were always trying to scare each other. Or something my mom would scare my dad. Constantly. And she knew, and like all y- y'all now know, uh, my uh, affinity for using the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> it It is... I'm not move, familiar with that, moving, Move Moved through the years with me. So this one time, apparently my mom knew that I was headed towards the bathroom, but I don't know what she thought I was doing. I think it was one of those, like, I'm going to scare him real quick deal. So <laughs> she life. hid in the bathroom closet, and I came in. Like I said, I don't know what she was expecting me to do, but I sit down to like take a dump and she's, tra- she's trapped in this <laughs> bathroom closet and I'm sitting there going and all of a sudden I look up and I see the door just barely move and I thought, that's weird. And I start staring at it a little closer and finally she just pushes the door open as hard as she can because I think at that point she's like, oh no, like he's like 12 years old. You know what? What's he gonna actually do? Right, right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So I think she was like making the safe, the safe bet that she was gonna get out before it got real bad. But she scared me so bad, I like, screamed like a girl, <laughs> and uh, that's why you. Those, that's why you go hide now. That's poop. why I go yeah. hide and lock myself in. Yeah, yeah. check closet. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was stuff like that. I mean, all the time, just scaring
4: each other, and uh, so yeah, she. S- something Daniel touched something. on that amazes me is becoming a parent is my mom, my mom also spectacular cook, still a spectacular cook to this day. Um, She, like I said, she kind of stopped her career to raise us, but man, she, that woman never, during the day, especially, you know, when we were at school, she was always doing something, whether it was running to get us something, going to get groceries, starting on supper. And she's an impeccable house cleaner. Still, you go in her house, you could randomly show up any day of the week, house is perfect. Which, I mean, that I really admire. I don't know how. Now that I've got two kids, I have no idea how she did that with two kids at home, but she did. But it was amazing to me how spectacular of a time manager she she was and still is. She she is so. Everything she does is so efficient. When we were at home, it was all right. Breakfast out the door. She took us to school every day. I never rode the school bus. It was back. You know, house was everything was done at the house. We all, our clothes were always clean, and then it was supper when we got home. She would take time to play with us and do stuff with us, and get us later in life to ball games and golf tournaments, and never miss a beat, man. So, just impressed with mom's ability to manage time and make sure everything at home while my dad worked was a well-oiled machine. So.
3: So Jansen's story about the bathroom reminded me of something that I probably shouldn't tell. This is something that my, I can see my mom holding her face right now, even hearing this, but. I was, uh, somehow, there's a lot of lessons in life I've missed, as y'all found out, but <laughs> I did not know, seriously did not know that girls went number two until I was like 16 years old. <laughs> I didn't know until like 10 years ago, Run, Adam and I have got a lot of similarities. So <laughs> I don't know why I didn't know this, but let me tell you how I found out. I'll walk into my mom's bathroom and dad's bathroom one time and the only person home was me and my mom, and she, uh, the one time in her life, probably has forgotten to flush. <laughs> she left, you a, she left a, uh, a, a load in there, and I, as soon as I walked in, I was like, ah, something smells weird, I'll check <laughs> out what's down there, and I was literally like, jaw to the floor, like, Mom, somebody broke yeah. in the house <laughs> and pooped. <Yeah. laughs> There's a ghost in yeah. here. Oh, <laughs>
5: So, I yeah. feel so bad for your mom right now. Yeah. yeah. God bless you. She was no just stuff. doing something
3: that God created her to do right. and uh, taught me a <laughs> yeah, we've, life we've lesson all at done 16. Right. Many times, I'm mm-hmm. sure.
4: About the time eBay really started getting popular, I was really looking for my mom something. I'm thinking it was Mother's Day, but it, well, it doesn't matter. I, she was She's big into golf, too. Our whole family is. So I had been really searching. She had been wanting to watch. So I'd kind of been searching for a golf-themed watch. So get on eBay, find it was a golf theme watch, and well, this had a zero bid on it. So I'm like, twenty five bucks, good place to start. I put in my max bid at twenty five bucks. If I get it, not find, I'll find something else. So long story short, bidding's winding down, no bids on it. I win the watch for a penny. I, I found my mom a perfect gift for a penny. So I'm pretty fired up about it. Oh, I bragged to my dad about it, like, you know what, I found mom this watch. He's like, oh, yeah, she'll love that. But here's the catch I bid on it on eBay, got it for a penny. He's like, man, that's crazy. <laughs> so I, and somewhere along the conversation, I might have told my grandfather, my dad might have told him, this is my dad's dad. The funny story, ha, okay, yeah, i have start watching for stuff on eBay. So long story short, it comes time to give her the gift, and she gets her gift, loves it. And for whatever reason, my grandfather had the greatest slip of all time. He looks at me as she's looking at her watch that she's so proud of and says, is that a watch you want on eBay for a penny? <laughs> and all everybody just in the room just kind of like looked at me. I was like, and he immediately was like, "Oh, It's a thought that counts. Yeah, but you know what? My mom didn't care. Yeah. But it was just the most <laughs>
3: hilarious thing. Like, yes, that was my penny gift to my mother yeah. for Mother's Day, yeah. So I've I've got one. Just uh, this was a recent one. This is my mom said this is her her favorite gift that I've ever given her is I decided to get her a pedicure, but I would also go with her for the first pedicure I've ever had in my life and. Uh, I've heard it's life changing. I haven't had one. Oh, I've it, had multiple. It They're was amazing. something. Yeah. It was something. Uh, uh, a couple of foreign ladies uh, yeah. <laughs> that were both you can tell even though I couldn't understand a word they were saying they were both making fun of my feet. And as soon as they started touching, as they, you know, some of y'all know, one of my feet doesn't work quite like the other one; it's a, a little uh, uh, paralyzed. They were like holding it like it was like a dead fish, you know? like <laughs> looking at it, like what is going on with this thing. And so, me and my mom the entire time were cracking up. Like, it was just one of one of our best memories. Like they just got out to Shrek or something. Yeah. yeah. All right. So transitioning, I mean, closing out this episode, all of our moms mean a lot to us. Any. Uh, Great memories, uh, things that you guys want to say to your moms before we close out the episode.
4: Um, my fondest memories probably in the summer. We would she would do all her stuff, and even sometimes after school when it would warm up. Our big thing was going to the golf course together. We would, me and her would run to the golf course and squeeze in nine holes, and you know late in the afternoon. And it was man, that's just some of my most did that with my dad too. But but that's really my fond memories of. My mom, and the first time that I actually shot even par, I was a kid. You know, I, I remember it vividly. Mom was with me, and she was kind of playing along. And I, you know, I was starting to get nervous, and she just kind of quit playing and was really encouraging and, and ended up shooting even par. We called my dad, and it was a big celebration. But it was always those little things with mom that uh, really meant a lot to me those little small things that just seemed like normal things, but those always stuck with me. Good job, Kyle. You held together. There. Yeah, I, I did. We didn't take two takes on that, so I did good. Uh, I just love the way that my
1: relationship with my mother has evolved over the years. From you know her just being my my caregiver as a as a young child, and then just nurturing me and and my siblings as we grew up uh, to to now she she's a recently retired elementary principal, career educator, uh, and and that's the the line of work that I'm in as well. And so she's. She's become, you know, not only my mother, but a mentor, somebody I look to for professional advice, somebody that I'm able to bounce ideas off of, and, and somebody who, you know, I, I, she's the reason that I'm, I'm in the job I'm in today uh, because uh, of her example and, and her uh, leadership in my life. And so uh, I just can't thank her enough for being there for her family. Through the years, and for being that person, that that model, that example of somebody that uh, that I want to be like.
2: You know, with with either of your parents, and and with your mother um, especially. I don't think I really grew to appreciate you know what she did and who she was until you have your own kids and you you start to experience life. You know, taking care of somebody else and not you know selfishly it being about you or or anything like that. But I think you know just looking back on what she did for us, I mean, we went to a a private Christian school and, you know, as I've gotten older, I've realized she worked at that Christian school so we could go there. And she continued to work there when she, you know, I wanted to be home so that we could go to the college that I wanted to go to. And just to see, and just to look back and understand that sacrifice more um, as an adult with, with children, you know it means a lot and you start to you really understand why she did it and how she did it when you look at your own kids and family
0: yeah i second that jansen because now when i see timmy being a stay-at-home mom and my mom was always a stay-at-home mom herself and you just have so much more respect for what she did when you see your own wife uh doing it now and you know my mom was just always somebody that somebody that was always you know there for us uh, You know, no matter what, um, you know, she was always there and I just see how much she loves, you know, her grandkids now. And, uh, yeah, love you, Mom.
5: This is Adam. I always had a mother that, I know this sounds weird, but, like, I was really proud of. You know, I I had some friends that their mothers would embarrass them. And I'm not talking about the kind of ribbon. I'm talking about, like, they just did not have their lives together, you know. It it was later in life and I realized, like, man, my mom is, just like your mom's, my mom is really special, you know she's she's she was a single mother and she really had her crap together. But she always looked the part. She always dressed the part. She always made good food and stuff. I, I made fun of her about her, her her hot dog pizzas and her one rice crispy But it was things like that that she would do. I, I was just always proud of her. And uh, and it's and I've said it a million times to both of them. But I swear I married my mother. Yeah. I mean they are identical in so many ways. And it just I don't know. It's awesome.
4: Yeah, and something I've got to say too is, and I think it's probably the case for, for you guys in this room too, is my mom laid an unbelievable Christian foundation for my family. And, and especially the time, there was a time when I was really young that we weren't what I would call church-going people. I was really young, but my mom always kept that fire going. My mom would go to church and she just stayed persistent about having God in our lives to the point where, you know, that we started going to church and that became you know the core god became the core central of our and she's still to this day she's one of the most religious woman women that i know um spends time in her bible every day so
3: yeah big thanks to mom for laying that foundation yeah i mean the bible talks about love being the most important thing and when i think about my mom that's what i think about um you know even through my Husky years where I wasn't the coolest kid with a bad haircut. Um, I always felt loved by my mom. I always felt like she was proud of me. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, she was just an amazing mother. I just look back on all the, I mean, all the years. Uh, and like Adam said, I'm, I was proud she was my mom. I remember when she kind of turned more into a friend like in high school and in college. And I was like proud to have my friends over because I knew how much she would love them and invest in their lives and get to be part of their their world and uh, you know I don't I don't uh, see a friend today that doesn't ask me
5: hey how's your mom yeah, doing yeah. you
3: know And that always means so much to me so uh, I definitely wouldn't be the person I am today without my mom and, and everything that she's done for me and like all of us I know we feel the same way it's hard to sum up how yeah. hey, you felt about your mom in yeah. yeah. one to better. two minutes <laughs> 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 so uh, but mom but, love you
5: Love you, Mom. Love you, Mom. Love you, Mom. Love you. you.
4: As you can all tell, we we can never really thank our moms enough for helping us become the father and husbands that we are today. So uh, another heartfelt thank you from all of us. There's some words that come to mind when I think of moms. Compassion, caring, tenderness unselfish, nurturing, and loving. The book of Proverbs says it best in Proverbs 31, verses 25 through 31. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom, and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring praise at the city gate. So from all the denominators to all the moms, grandmothers, great-grandmothers, aunts, and all those ladies who are mothers to kids that are not their own, thank you for all that you have done and all that you will do to make this world a better place. Happy Mother's Day, and may God bless each and every one of you.
5: That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. The denominators are Ryan Smith, Kyle Binkley, Daniel Knox, Jansen Hart, Lance Jones, and me, Adam Ray. Thanks to Chet Roberts for providing our music If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at CommonPod. That's C-O-M-M-E-N-P-O-D. And if you have a question or a comment for our group, or you'd like to submit an idea for a future podcast, please email us at commondenominators at gmail.com. That's C-O-M-M-E-N denominators at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.